Welcome everyone to Films with the Women of My Life. My name is Brendan, and joining me tonight is Jess. Hola. And Nicole. Hello everyone. And tonight we will be reviewing Booksmart, the new film from Olivia Wilde. Uh, this is actually her directorial debut. I think you guys probably know her as an actress. I think we all do. Um, she was actually in a movie we reviewed earlier that uh, I do not love, uh, Life Itself. Um, <laughs> but I did but love that. That had some mixed reviews from us. Mm-hmm. It has mixed reviews, yeah. And Nicole and I didn't love it. Just, I know you you liked it quite a bit. But um, <laughs> So, the plot of Booksmart. Uh, on the eve of their high school graduation, two academic superstars and best friends realize they should have worked less and played more. Determined not to fall short of their peers, the girls try to cram four years of fun into one night. Uh, so this is a two-hander lead. It stars Caitlin Dever as Amy and Benny Feldstein as Molly. Um, and ha- do you guys recognize either of these actresses? Um, so b- um, Bird Lady. Yeah. <laughs> we saw together last year. Bird <laughs> and Lady, I, yes. And I Lady loved... Bird, for listeners, is the actual <laughs> title of the movie. I loved um, Beanie as the best friend, and I was hoping that one day she'd have her own debut as a league star, and she does, and she did great at it. Is she in anything else? She looks really familiar to me. Uh, that's what I know her from. Maybe she's in TV? I don't know. I think that's the only thing I really know her from. Hmm. No, um, they were both great, but I I, uh, I I, feel like she's in something else. I gotta look her up. Well, uh, our other lead, Caitlin Dever, is actually in a movie we uh, have uh, already reviewed. Uh, do you guys know what movie that is? I know, because no. I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I know you look, you uh, you cheated on the lookup, uh, but Caitlin Dever is actually in uh, the uh, Beautiful Boy. Uh, we reviewed it a few weeks ago. She is like the drug addict friend or girlfriend or whatever. Um, so a very different role than this movie, uh, I would say. Um, but yeah, not too much else. Um, I don't even all... remember in that other one. I think she was a drug addict. Not much of an impact on me from that other movie. She's just so different that it's hard to remember her because this character is, you know, so straight laced compared to that other one. But um, so uh, there's a bunch of other actors and actresses in here that we'll get into when we talk a little bit about the characters. Uh, those are our two leads, though. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, it's in theaters right now. It's got. I'm sorry to pretty- interrupt you, but I just saw that uh, Beanie Feldstein. Um, mm-hmm. Her name is actually Elizabeth Greer Feldstein. Her sibling is jonah hill that is her wait brother. did i not say that brandon that they look exactly the same <laughs> wait yeah i have said uh, that Jess from the start <laughs> that they are the same person but male and female <laughs> now that you say it now that i know holy shit i've been telling you that for a long time <laughs> you have been saying that since bird lady well uh, ladybird it's not bird lady i think you got me saying <laughs> the names wrong too ladybird yeah uh no i i did not realize um <laughs> yeah, Holy but I've just been saying that since <laughs> yeah, the start. Now I guess it makes sense. <laughs> and just so you are also aware, Beanie Feldstein was also in Lady Bird. That's what oh, we yeah, were that's talking what we about. Meant. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jonah Hill was on Lady Bird. We were talking about Beanie Feldstein. She was the, the friend of... Uh, of uh, Holy shit, um, I was like, if Jonah Hill was a girl, it would be her. <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> all right well there you go that's uh it make it all make sense now so uh yeah like wow. i said uh it's pointing theaters right now it's getting I'm some just drop the mic and leave the room right now because i cannot believe i <laughs> yeah review's that. over guys beanie fell sister i'm going to sleep review's done <laughs> that's all you need to know um so yeah uh good good reviews check it out in theaters if you have any interest right now uh so we rate things here at films with the women in my life on four criteria and those are the characters the plot the visual and sound and the overall resonance and feel of the film we start off uh with amy and molly uh they're two friends in high school they're about to graduate uh we see molly have this little motivational tape amy and molly do this fun little awkward dance at the beginning uh establishes their relationship pretty quick and uh we go into their last day of high school and we meet all of our other characters here uh a lot of our side characters there's the two gay theater guys there's the mean girl with the frayed jacket uh, Miss Fine is their cool teacher. Uh, Jason Sudeikis plays the principal, um, kind of like a disenchanted guy. Um, yeah, I think these characters are all like the epitome of what people from the past like eight years of high school know high school as. Probably even prior to that, just not as extreme and not as like uh, 
crude <laughs> but this is definitely like well high school is just a little more glamorized but yeah they definitely they did a great job they definitely feel pretty real yeah like you said a little a little um exaggerated for effect um but uh yeah uh oh uh, jared the guy with the faces on the shirt uh theo allen <laughs> uh we get uh nick is like the vice president of the student body he's like a jock guy uh ryan who later becomes the love interest of amy so we get a whole pretty much all our characters get introduced here on the first day um and then lisa kudrow and will forte are amy's parents we meet them a little bit later on here um but we start off uh where molly is in the bathroom and overhears a bunch of other kids talking about how she has just a shitty personality and they don't like her because she's all work and no play uh, she comes out and like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to Yale and I'm going to be on the Supreme Court and my life's going to be great. And you guys are a bunch of fuck ups. So fuck you. And <laughs> then we hear <laughs> we hear the one girl, Triple uh, A, which we talk about her a little bit later. Uh, that's uh, you'll learn <laughs> that nickname uh, a little bit later on. But uh, she's like, I'm got to Yale, too. And then one of the other kids is like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to Stanford. And the other guy's like, guys, I'm not even going to college. You know, I, I, I'm going to code for Google. I know it's not Apple, oh but like, yeah. <laughs> so basically we learn pretty early on that Molly and Amy, they're all work, no play, uh, straight laced, a students. Um, but all of their friends or not even friends, their co- uh, uh, classmates are a bunch of like, you know, partying fuck up kids who are actually not fuck ups. They're all going to really good schools too. And they all have a good future in front of them. So that's this- such a thing. When you think about like when you were graduating high school, like I know that the three of us were pretty ambitious people and, uh, you know, wanted to do well for ourselves. So I'm, for me, especially like I didn't go out and party like that. I didn't have you know, uh, all these extreme things that they are wishing they had. But to hear that everybody else got the same thing she did, that's pretty, like, heartbreaking. <laughs> I feel her I right know, now. I can relate. I think I was the Molly, too, who didn't go out and always did. I was actually um, salutatorian of my high school. Oh, what? I didn't know go? that. I knew you were smart. I didn't know you were that smart. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I actually am that smart. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I was definitely a Molly. I did not party in high school. Yeah, so um, this is kind of what kicks the plot off. Molly learns that all these other kids um, kind of screwed around the whole time and, you know, are still getting to the same school she did. So she feels like they got the short end, her and Amy, that, they, you know, we tried so hard and we're going to good schools, but so did they. Like, why can't, you know, we have fun too? So their plan, really Molly's plan and drags Amy along for the ride is to have this night of partying and they go, they want to go to Nick's big party. Um, so this is pretty much our introduction to the characters here. Uh, I'll start with you, Jess, since I, I, I Nicole and I saw it together and uh, we've actually seen it twice. Uh, we had an early screener about a month ago, so um, we're revisiting this movie. But uh, since you've seen this first time, what, uh, what do you think of the characters of this movie? movie so i'm gonna give it a four or five i love the best friends the protagonists amy and molly but everyone else did not do much for me i actually no i just like <laughs> yeah they were of just not. so over exaggerated and so over the top and nobody i would really be friends with or didn't like but yeah amy and molly stole the show if they had their own stand-up it would be Again, like a thousand out of five. <laughs> but the other characters really did nothing for me, and they probably just annoyed me more than anything. I kind of saw that Man. coming. I knew you'd be annoyed with uh, at least a couple characters we could talk about as they unfold later on. But uh... The parents were okay. The parents were funny. Everything else. Oh, yeah. yeah there were one scene, or I guess two scenes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what did you think of the characters, Nicole? Um, I give this like a 4.5, uh, for the characters. I, I love when Lisa Kudrow is thrown into anything. And, um, I also love Jason Sudeikis because he's like my, uh, Hollywood crush. So I love him and anything too. But I actually think that the, the sub characters really enhanced the main characters, um, in the, in the storyline. I think without them, they wouldn't have been able to have as much of a, an impact on us. I still really love them on their own. I thought they were amazing, uh, on their own, but without those other characters like Jared, you know, the guy that, uh, everybody loves to hate, but he's just so, he's so fucking funny. (laughs) and uh all the other character (laughs) oh man all the other characters that are so uh 
disrespectful to them and it really fuels their fire and I just think that it's so relatable and everybody has those feelings in high school and I think they did a great job overall everybody in this movie I thought they were all perfect perfectly placed in their roles so yeah you guys are both giving it a four or five and I'm not quite on board with the four or five um, I'm actually going to give this I'm gonna give it a five because this is excellent characters <laughs> oh wow <laughs> <laughs> Solid Cinco. This is these characters are awesome. Yeah, Amy and Molly are the best, and they are awesome leads. And uh, I love every side character, even the ones I don't. You know, like Jared's my, one of the weaker ones. He's still solid at what he has to do, even though I don't like him. Um, the the gay theater kids, awesome. Uh, uh, oh, the the, the, so good. the douchey stoner <laughs> jock kids all of them are great um uh, billy lord's character we get later on Gigi, I, I i really liked her i have a feeling i know jess's opinion on her but um uh, <laughs> I, like these just a lot of characters the parents the teachers the principal all of them oh they're just so exactly what they need to be um they carry they help carry the supporting roles here and i i just really enjoyed all these performances it's uh it's it's this movie is carried by its characters, and they're really good. I think you liked two, it because you movies. laughed a lot, but I didn't expect you to like that that much, honestly. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is one of this is they're just so good. These are the, these characters are just they're alive, and I feel them. And like even when they're over the top, the the kernel of truth to them is just so I feel it. Like I, I I've met all of these people before in some capacity, and and I just it's very it speaks true to me. Um, and maybe it's just uh, the millennial, the millennial generation. But um, so the <laughs> movie, the center part here, after they decide to go to a party, it actually is broken down into three parties plus some transition scenes, lifts, and Uber rides. Um, the first party is on the yacht with Jared. The second party is a murder mystery party, and the third party is our our kind of our climax scene where we spend a lot of time at the end. It's Nick's party. Uh, so this is the heavy plot as they just kind of go through this night of all these different parties. Uh, oh, yeah. They meet all the different characters in different situations. And so, I mean, it's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of great scenes in here. Um, I don't want to kind of get too bogged down in the details. So Nicole, I'll start with you. What are, what's one of your favorite scenes from like this first, this <laughs> middle chunk? <laughs> I mean, if I had to pick something from each party uh i had to say definitely for the first party at jared's yacht um he schmoozes them into getting there he doesn't tell them he's taking them to his party and <laughs> you hear the music it's all bumping and he's like oh shit it's gonna be a good party and he walks in there's nobody there <laughs> but i my favorite thing that stands out is he has somebody there to make custom trucker hats for everyone <laughs> Forgot about. Oh everyone God. has an iPad in their gift bag. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I want to go to that party. <laughs> over the top for no reason. <laughs> you and no one else. <laughs> it would just be me and my friend Elsie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but that's that's really good. And then um, the second party that we go to at the Murder Mystery, which is hosted by the theater kids. That's so fucking funny. It's so adult and you know that these kids have been planning it forever and i love the scene where <laughs> she opens the one door and his family's sitting in the kitchen like playing <laughs> cards because he asked for the house for the night <laughs> and then like the baby flips him off <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah the, the little, little sister kid. gives him yeah. the finger it's so good <laughs> but i like the i like the in-between scenes as well where we have the one with the uh jason sudeikis's uh principal character is their uber driver <laughs> <laughs> and um you also have miss out. <laughs> mm -hmm, you have miss fine as the uh other driver that picks them up after a really funny scene that we can get into with the um the pizza delivery guy so there's just totally funny parts of this that make you belly laugh because they're so extreme but they're not out of the question like this shit would really happen like in in the grand scheme of things these personalities are true so it's just fo so funny throughout that plot middle chunk do you have any favorite scenes just that uh nicole didn't already bring up in this middle chunk here in the middle chunk hmm the barbie scene <laughs> that so let's I'll, I'll set i'll set that up for everyone here um and then you can yeah please talk about that because uh first party jared's party is a pretty much a dud this is where we meet billy lord's character uh officially and she's like this like weird hippie spiritual um like psychedelic person uh she gives them these strawberries which has a payoff later on uh, because they think it's regular strawberries and we find out once they get to the second party that these strawberries were laced with 
she describes it as Asian ayahuasca, a- Asian wasca. Um, <laughs> so it kicks in at the second party, uh, which also Billy Lord shows up to. Like her character just pops up everywhere. Um, Post a jumping off of a, off yeah, the side. Post jumping into laws the water. Of physics and everything. She's she falls in the pools. And oceans, but she's always dry. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know Jess loves this character. <laughs> no, um, so, yeah, and then once it starts kicking in, the Asian waska at the the second party, uh, Jess, uh, you can talk about this scene. <laughs> oh, okay, so um, that's when Gigi told them, oh, I'm surprised that the drugs haven't kicked in yet. And then we already know before that Amy and Molly are super, super afraid of drugs or anything of that sort. So they kind of look at each other and they're like, holy shit, we're going to die. Um, but they end up going to this very pink room. I guess it was a little girl's room. And you just see them as Barbies. And the way they just exactly like the figurine is Barbies. They take off all their clothes and they just check themselves out in the mirror. And they say things like, uh, this is totally disproportionate. And we do not believe that women should look this way. But damn, do I look good. <laughs> just like checking out her non-existent vagina. Exactly. <laughs> As women, do you relate to the scene? Because I mean, to me, this is just funny because it's they're fucking dolls and oh, it's and so it's just funny, so yeah. weird. But I think I mean, <laughs> she goes, "Where's my vagina? Where do I poop?" Like, <laughs> there's just nothing there. <laughs> but uh, everyone has those standards that you look at, and it's so true. And when you see, if you don't see yourself that way, and you finally do, it's like, holy shit, look at this! <laughs> it's really good, really yeah, good scene. Like when you're young and you're playing with a Barbie, everyone's all, oh, "I wish I was as pretty or like as perfect as them," but it's super unrealistic so for the five seconds to be a barbie it's like all right this is unrealistic but yeah i look good <laughs> <laughs> so we get after this party they, they 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 cool down uh there's a little scene where uh amy or molly reveals that she kind of likes nick the vice president jock douchey kind of guy um just like just attracted to him uh like by their what a chemistry or some, some sort of sciencey way to explain it, um, and they end up at uh, the library because they want to do all this research to try to figure out where the party is. So that's the whole thing is they don't know where this party is. That's why they've been bouncing around. Uh, they end up seeing a video. This guy's karate chopping pizza boxes, and they're like, "Oh, pizza boxes, big order." That probably only happened once tonight. So they go to the pizza place, <laughs> and uh, we get this awesome, awesome scene that I love with this weird guy, Pat, uh, pizza delivery guy, and they try to break into his car, and and they got their hair pulled over their face, and they're yelling at him in like gruff voices. But he's like, oh, "What are you, what are you guys doing?" Like, and he, he calls him out. He's like, "Do you guys have a weapon? Are you prepared for any of this?" And they're like, oh, "We we ask the questions," and he pulls a gun out of the thing. He's like, "Yeah, because I have a weapon to protect myself." And and he goes in this whole thing about. Out, um, you know, I could just kill you right now. Like, do you guys have any idea what you're doing? Sexual assault? Does that not ring a bell? Um, it's it, <laughs> that's a scene that I really like uh, that actually comes oh, back yeah, later so on. Good. And then the uh, fact that she's like, "Well, can you drive us there?" <laughs> He's oh, like, and, and he, he thinks he's, I think he's about to. Yeah, and he just, get the fuck out. Um, Amy accidentally leaves her cell phone in this car as he goes on a pizza delivery. Uh, Molly makes one last desperate call to somebody we don't know, and then her phone dies, and we get Miss Fine show up, the cool teacher from earlier on that they uh, like to hang out with. Uh, these, and she- these three car scenes are really excellently put in there. Like We had the first one with uh, Jason Sudeikis picking them up, and they have the uh, whole... Jared's, Jared's uh, the first one, the, the douchey guy. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. So there's four of them, but they all have their own, where they have, like, they thought they had cocaine, but it's actually vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Who crushes their vitamins into this white powder? Oh, my God. The lesbian scene through the uh, aux cord in the principal's car is really fucking funny. And then the <laughs> scene with the pizza guy, and then now Miss Fine, where she's talking about her past, how she went crazy in her 20s, but it was really dark. <laughs> They're scaring the shit out of these girls. Not one Jamba Juice. The entire chain. It came down. They were all really good parts. While they're while the two of them are sitting in the back seat, just dealing with what life's throwing them. It's just really good. I like them a lot. So they change into matching outfits again. I I don't know if I mentioned earlier they had matching outfits on before, and they give this whole like pep talk to each other, like, "Oh, girl, you are just you blind me with your beauty." Wait, can we say these are not party girl outfits? This is like what like Madeline the cartoon would wear. I was about to say that the the first outfits are like Madeline. The second ones are like these these green sequin dresses. Yeah, Yeah, nothing's quite right, and they have uh, fanny packs on like tool belts. They're like carpenter. (laughs) 
they're like carpenter onesies with a fanny pack on it and a beret. Like I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've talked about the core of the plot. They're gonna get to the final party here after Miss Fine gives them a ride. But uh, I'll start with uh, Nicole this time. What do you give the plot of this movie? Um, I think I give this one like a three point five. Uh, to a four. There's a couple plot holes that you pick up as you're watching this. Um, a couple scenes that don't really coincide with each other. Um, it doesn't drastically take me away from the movie, but it's definitely things that you look at. Um, but other than that, I felt a connection to this movie just because, you know, I'm in, I'm in my 20s and to see these people going through this, it wasn't exactly the same when I was in high school but it's thank god close enough in time <laughs> that it's similar and it's funny and i totally get where they're coming from when if you relate to one of the characters you're like oh my god that is so true that's how high school went and i like being able to relive that even after being out of high school for a couple years i, I really thought they did a good job with that so i liked it i mean the two of you kind of are molly and amy honestly <laughs> <laughs> I can totally that's see probably it. true i definitely <laughs> feel like molly i was very i was such a go-getter and uh i didn't go out often but um i was really into my schoolwork, and i definitely feel like her if i heard that everybody else who was a shithead was going to the same school i was i would have been devastated <laughs> oh i would have been pissed as hell Jess, <laughs> mm-hmm. what do you think of the plot um, so I'm probably going to give it a three. There was a lot of funny scenes, but for some reason it just didn't cohesively run out for me. I felt it was so long and so many things were unrealistic. So I guess how you guys say there's a lot of potholes. Um, things that wouldn't necessarily potholes, happen. Potholes. Oh, yeah, potholes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> potholes. Same kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> things wouldn't necessarily happen. And I guess... My distaste for the characters kind of went with the plot because there's tons of millions of characters and I wasn't really fond of any of them. But so if it was just Amy and Molly's show, it probably would have been a lot better. But I don't know. It just felt really, really long. <coughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm going to land on a three, five, I think. So I'm kind of close around where you guys are here. Um, the, the the what makes this movie good is all the character work for me and um, Amy and Molly are infectiously fun leads uh, and everything they do works um, but the thing is there's just a lot of stuff that you know the whole thing is they can't find the party they could have found the party it's it's you know 2019 in this movie they, they could have found a way to get there without making all these pit stops uh, but then we wouldn't have had all those fun scenes um, and the one that really and sticks out to me it wouldn't have brought into consideration earlier they were like we're cool we have fake IDs and she's like no we have fake IDs to get to the college library and like that's why they went there they <laughs> high-fived the librarian like it was little parts like that that it worked unnecessary but they worked so that's the part actually that sticks out the most to me is the library scene as far as like a plot it's it's not the only thing but it's a good example of they don't need to go to the library it's a cool scene where they do slow motion fist bump with the librarian and they they do all their research but in the end they just find out to go to the next place because they looked up you know on instagram on their phone or whatever that this guy was karate chopping pizzas like they could have done that anyway right i understand it's part of their characters gotta go to the library it's gotta be part of the movie but like it's you know little things like that i'm like yeah you don't need to be there um the phone's dying and being missing at the exact times it needs to you know it's a little uh it's it's not perfect but it's 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 okay enough to carry everything through so yeah i think three three five it sounds like we're where we're all landing here and we get to the final party um and this is where the crushes kind of pair off amy goes and talks to ryan the skateboard chick earlier that she has a crush on uh, and Molly goes and talks to Nick, the guy who we figure out we she has a crush on like halfway through. They have a little weird dance sequence that's like a it's not really happening. It's like a <laughs> what did you it, think of that fantasy? It's uh it's choreographed well, good music. Uh, what do you think, Jess? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it caught me by surprise, and it was choreographed really well. I want to watch that scene again because I don't know. I really like dancing scenes. Again, I watched the um the first five minutes. I found it on YouTube like for 10 times and I practiced in my marriage just because it was so funny. <laughs> so I really like dancing. When they're scenes. dancing at the beginning outside their car. <laughs> yeah. So I really like dancing things. So that one to me was just hilarious. And it's something that you kind of um, picture yourself doing with your crush. Like if I fantasize about my crush, one of the things is like us dancing together. So I can relate to her when she made that little fantasy. Oh my God. I thought it was so good. I really liked that part a lot. I thought it was so funny. It was just her ultimate dream was not not, was like it wasn't kissing him it wasn't like doing anything crazy it was just dancing with him in these plants 
<laughs> so we get we uh, Amy and Ryan get closer. Nick and Molly get closer. Meanwhile, we've got uh, Miss Fine actually comes to the party and has a thing with uh, the Asian guy. What's his name? Uh, is it Alan Tanner? I can't even remember which who's who at this point. Um, but uh, Theo, one of the. Theo, is it Theo? Yeah, one of the students. Oh, Theo's good. All, all those characters are good. Um, he takes his big braids down, gets his hair all silky. Um, <laughs> we get uh, George, the the gay guy with the glasses, is there all of a sudden. I don't really know how he got there, but he's now singing. Uh, what's the song he's singing, Nicole? Oh, Lannis uh, Morissette. You want to yeah. know. That's one of my favorite parts. He did it <laughs> so good. He does oh the whole ah, ah, voice and everything. <laughs> um, I wish I was there with him. Uh, Gigi shows up, the Billy Lord character, of course, because she has to. Um, yeah, a lot of good little character things here. But then the it starts to turn a little bit when we get the pool scene. Uh, Amy and Ryan go to swim in the pool. It's a very long pool scene. I think probably because first time director, you get pool scenes it's cool shots to see underwater you you kind of want to keep it all in i understand that um it is a little long but uh we see nick and ryan the two crushes are making out with each other not with our leads so what what the fuck's going on here i know Um, i really feel uh, for amy that made me really sad for her to watch that happen you gotta i mean i kind of felt it was coming at least for her anyway like that it wasn't gonna work out i was i held on hope that nick and molly would somehow work but logic dictates it won't um, but Amy has seen this. Uh, she kind of looks around for Molly, and she's like, uh, she she drops their uh, their code word uh, Malala, uh, which <laughs> is like, get me out of here, or uh, do, do you have to trust me in this moment and do what I say? And they, it's like I love a, that they use that word because there's it, as you learn from the beginning, there's such feminists, and they they thrive off of female powerful women and just to use that word as like their end all be all is just fantastic writing to me i just really love it oh yeah i i don't know what that is that a thing in real life malala yes <laughs> yeah i'm not it's in a, it with um oh current events God. i'm more in it with it spongebob events. it's a woman that got <laughs> shot in the head during war in uh, i believe i can't remember what country she's from but she's become an advocate for gun rights and anti-war and uh you know speaking on women's behalf and she's become this uh award-winning writer and it's just so great that olivia wilde took this person and made it something so important in her uh movie i think it's just excellent yeah, now that you explain it, it's awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think Justin and I knew that going in. But, um, this is actually, this wasn't written by Olivia Wilde. This is actually written by four different writers, which is interesting because usually when you have four different writers, it's kind of a mess, kind of a hodgepodge, lots of rewrites. But for the most part, yeah, there's some uh, uh, consistency issues. But for the most part, it flows pretty well, I think. Nothing to the naked eye, though. I, I would have never known. No, Amy and Molly's uh, relationship really carries this through and kind of smooths over any of those possible plot holes. But um, what we get to is Amy's seeing the makeout. Uh, Molly's waiting for Nick to come back, and they have a fight, and it is in the middle of a party. Um, Amy's like, just go, just trust me. I'm always like, why you got to do this? You're always trying to bail out, and like because you're trying to make me do stuff I don't want to do. Um, and they have this big uh, big fight, and it's some good camera work here, and I think this is as good a time as any to talk about the visual and sound. Uh, Jess, what do you think of the visual and sound of this movie? No, I, I think, um, like we talked about before, the underwater scene, that was super cool. Um, it was just Amy jumped in the pool to follow Ryan and you could see her getting lost but then every everyone else was partying in the water and then as she saw um Ryan it kind of went up and then she saw her face that was cool again my favorite scene was the beginning scene the dancing scene but it had no music but I still feel like that goes in the music and sound just because the way it goes all together no it definitely does yeah um oh yeah and the yacht the yacht party was super cool. I like the yacht. <laughs> <laughs> the yacht party. What'd you think, uh, Nicole? Uh, I gave this one a five for the visual and sound. Um, I really love. I really. I, I gave it the ultimate cinco or whatever. Just <laughs> solid cinco. <laughs> solid cinco. <laughs> the ultimate cinco. <laughs> it's a solid cinco. <laughs> um, I thought that the music was super cool in this. It's it's really total blend of taking some couple scenes had some older songs they had like the righteous brothers and they updated it 
uh, when she's walking away at the end. But they had a lot of uh, really cool hip hop music that was so in tune with with current time. Like, I don't know those songs, but it really enhanced it for me. It made me feel like I was there in high school with them. And um, every scene had a had a different musical standout in it and i really appreciated that uh i thought it was shot really cool everything was really crisp and nice um i liked everybody's uh outfits i thought the costumes were really good like everything <laughs> that was, was a neat. good point they were the costumes oh my god cool like this. those stupid those stupid ymca uh outfits <laughs> to get a construction worker <laughs> outfits they were the best and just uh, everyone's stuff was on point like it was just it really led the movie for me yeah i uh, i definitely agree with you on the music um it's a, it's a four or five for me uh because the music is some of the best music i've heard in anything we've reviewed so far because it's just it fits it's kinetic uh the it, it keeps the movie flowing it fits every scene and makes it makes you just in it um you know it is all modern music it could be because i'm a millennial we all are we're all in our 20s so i don't know if this appeals to an older audience as much um but it it just flows and it goes really well. There's a song by Run the Jewels later that's really famous. People know uh, uh, nobody. Speak. It makes me wonder what the what our the rest of our theater thought because um, I don't know about your theater, Jess, but ours was like full of old people. <laughs> it was like, like sixty forty old people. It was like must have been the Sunday seventy five year old special. old people. I wonder like, what I don't know made, if they what was their the... motivation to go up and see this movie. Do you think they just saw the I trailer? Know, and was like, I wonder what it's I like wanna, being in I'm... high school right now. Let's go see it. <laughs> I think they thought this was book club, not book smart. <laughs> when the lesbian scene came on, I got cringy and uncomfortable because I knew there was an old man sitting in front of me. I was like, ugh. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, music-wise, great, great, great music. Uh, visually, strong scenes. The underwater scene's good, if not a little long. I love their little confrontation scene. Um, there's a lot of scenes scattered out here that I really like. Uh, but, you know, some over-reliance on close-ups, uh, some scenes run a little long, some static shots I don't love, but, you know, that's all first-time director stuff. It's it's nitpicks, if anything. Um, it's a 4-5 still. It's still a very strong uh, visual and sound. Uh, it's, a, it's, re- it's it's good to listen to and look at. So this is, um, the you know, a kind of our climax moment here. After they fight, uh, they Amy goes in the bathroom, and she's, like, crying, and she's having, like, a panic attack kind of thing. And uh, she runs into Hope, who is the woman in the frayed jacket earlier. I think, Nicole, you said she looks, like, 30. Um, she looks like she's 30 years old, and I she looked familiar to me from other things, but nothing I saw of, like, significance other than she's in another movie that we'll be doing soon, Ma. So maybe she's up Ma. and coming. <laughs> yeah, she might be up and coming, but I feel, I feel like I've seen her before. Just I don't know how I feel about her The lip job yet. that makes her look so old. They are so plump. <laughs> They're so big. <laughs> so this scene becomes, like, the two of them have a little fight, but because they were, you know, they've kind of been low-key rivals this whole time uh you know the one girl's outspoken and tall and like kind of a, like aggressive the other and you know uh, amy's kind of meek uh type b personality um so they have like, a little fight and then they start making out and it becomes a uh, full-on lesbian scene um did you guys see this coming either of you <laughs> not at all i didn't even know that amy no. was just they were just fighting and then all of a sudden it was a kiss it wasn't even like you know, some gradual flirtiness. It was just kind of like a confrontation and then just run at it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of saw maybe a little makeout session, but I didn't think it would go to the fullest extent of what it did. Um, but, I, you know, maybe that's another thing I didn't like that much as a scene because it just seems so overdone. Like the two rivals actually really like each other. So they're going to bang on his floor. <laughs> like Maybe it. it's because I like old school, just like story structure, but... This makes so much. I, I as soon as she closed the door and we see the other girls in there, hopes in there. I'm like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna do lesbian shit. Like I just knew it immediately because <laughs> do and lesbian because, shit. because well, I don't. It's not really quite banging, is it? Banging? They, I mean, they don't bang. Whatever. Well, they don't matter. know how to uh, yet. <laughs> well, Amy definitely doesn't. know Amy how doesn't. To. <laughs> so. Because the thing is, as soon as they close the door and she's in there, you know, it's like the grade school thing. Oh, I pick on you. You pick on me because we actually kind of secretly like each other. Um, And then, uh, you know, Amy's just gone through. Oh, her crush uh, is not into her. Her best friend just had a fight. She's in an emotionally vulnerable place. I'm just like, it's, you know, this is just storytelling. It just seems like it's going to happen. And, you know, it kind of does, obviously, with some comedy. Uh, She doesn't. Amy doesn't quite get the right whole 
Uh, she doesn't get the right hole with her finger. <laughs> oh, in. my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. Could jo- you imagine being Amy in that situation? And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it right. It's my first time. I'm so excited. And she wants it in her butthole. <laughs> Wait, can we flash back to the very beginning scene where um, Amy was like, I don't know how to do it. And Molly was like, you just act yourself and you flip it. <laughs> That yourself? had me cracking up. Yeah. Under flip. Flip. <laughs> Once, after we learn that she's been fucking a toy panda bear for a couple of years. Oh my Ling Ling. Ling Ling the panda. What happened to her eye? It, it was like Oh my that god, that's a really good scene. That's really good. Uh I th- that comes back in a in a few minutes. I think we'll probably touch on it. But um so uh the scene ends when Amy drinks this drink that's not her drink and it's got a, uh, Oh my god! It's so hard to talk about it. The cigarette. Has anyone ever done that? You ever smoke? You ever drink a beer that had oh, cigarette butts in it? I thought you were gonna say, has <laughs> anyone ever thrown up on oh. another person before? Oh, I've done that before. <laughs> You've done that oh before? God. Yeah, I thrown up on Do somebody. They still talk you guys, <laughs> stop talking! Stop! <laughs> stop gagging into the microphone! I'm god. sorry. I tried to turn away. It's, it's it's this is a real. Can we push past it? I really can't talk Wait, about it. Was that like it. a real much. gag? I think you actually... Yes! I'm not fucking around. For, this isn't for effect. I, I really... Ca- <sighs> All right. I literally we'll can't think. On. We have to push so past it. it. She drinks the beer with her... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. And then, oh, my gosh. Meanwhile... Sh- <laughs> meanwhile... So wait, can, can I make oh, fun my, of you for this, like, once a year? Like, the end of the pack thing? Yeah, this is my Armalala. <laughs> my eyes are watering right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so that happens. Uh, meanwhile, Molly has left the party. She gets a ride uh, kind of in- just out of nowhere by AAA, who is this girl we kind of talked about earlier on. Um, she has that name because she gives roadside assistance to guys. Ayo, because she blows them. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they're like kind of unspoken rivals. Uh, they have a little heart to heart here. Yeah, um, I, like I don't know. That part. I don't- Jess, could you ever imagine that happening in real life? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Bitches get stitches. They don't make up. <laughs> no. If I saw some weirdo walking down the street that I didn't like and she was mean to me, I would never pick her up. I'm just, I guess I'm just an asshole, but I would never do that. No, so you put yourself in AAA's shoes in this situation. Um, yeah. I mean, so- like, what is the coincidence? How many times is she driving just casually and sees one of her classmates, boy or girl, Walking One she doesn't on the like. Sidewalk. Oh, oh, you mean? No, oh, how you mean she got the, her name AAA just because she sees she just picks up guys that are walking while she's driving. Well, she says she's like, I can't take them back home. Might as well blow them in my car. That was like her explanation. <laughs> yeah, and then Molly was like, "That makes total sense. I really understand." <laughs> well, what else are you gonna say? Are you just gonna be like, "Oh, slut!" Like you can't, like, like what are you gonna do? Like you can't, you gotta women power in this situation. You know? <laughs> She's giving her a ride. <laughs> um, so that happens, uh, and then back at the party, Amy uh, gets out of the situation that we don't talk about, and because uh, of the gagging, and um, the oh the cops, the cops. Sh- the cops show up, not the lesbian stuff, the, the cup. Uh, the, the cops show up and... <laughs> Thanks uh, for clarifying for us. I know people just listen, but I don't want it to seem like I'm homophobic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the cigarette butts are gross. Um, and the cops show up and Amy does... She has kind of an arc here. She takes charge. Everyone's hiding in the bathroom, or not bathroom, back room, wherever it is. And she's like, I'll create a diversion. You guys all get out of here. So she is the only one who gets arrested. Everyone else gets away. Um, and that leads to us basically the next morning. Molly wakes up in her bed, she gets a call from Amy, and she's in jail. Um, and we have a scene here. Uh, how are we going to get you out of jail? And how they get her out of jail is uh, they see a poster. Molly sees a poster. Um, and I don't know. What do you guys think of this choice here? I so thought perfect. it was really, I thought it was dumb. It was just unrealistic, oh. and that would never happen. Oh. Alright, so what happens is Molly sees a poster and it's the guy from the pizza place and apparently he's it, like it looks just like him and he's wanted for some sort of strangler. He's like a, strangler. He's like a <laughs> yeah, serial strangler. Um, which makes sense because he gave all these details about how he would take them to the river and bury them and lock them up in a cabin. All this weird shit. And um, so they turn him in or like give information in exchange for Amy's release. It's kind of a like, eh, like I don't know if this would really happen, but I like I like it because it was planted earlier. It's not it a never would, but the full circle of it in the movie is so spot on. It's 
hilarious when you think back to what he was saying. He's like, I could have you over state lines and put in a body bag in the middle, in a ditch in the, in like 20 minutes. And then you, you seize the strangler. <laughs> You're like, oh shit. <laughs> That's really I think the only strangler. reason, I think the, the tattletale strangler, just, you have to drop SpongeBob in every episode. Oh, I have um, to. <laughs> Yeah, I know you do. Uh, so the, the the only reason this actually works for me is, yeah, he does the explanation. And the only reason I, I think he didn't strangle them earlier is because they kind of jump him. They kind of surprise him. So he wasn't ready. I think he has to kind of get himself psyched up, get his tools or whatever. Um, so that's how they get out, Amy, out of uh, jail. So Molly and Amy take, uh, whose car is it? Jared's car to get to graduation ceremony. Um I love the graduation ceremony, like, little oh, yeah. bits here. Gigi's on the piano, like, going all, <laughs> like, all, like, idiot savant Beethoven. What the heck? Uh, oh, I'm still uh, laughing about Nicole, this. Nicole, I know you love uh, Miss Fine's little moment here. Oh, my God, where she thinks she's being all, se- like, seductive to uh, Theo with the long hair, and she pulls on his hair and goes, but it's this other girl. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> just like that's what the kids do. That's you know? what the kids do now. <laughs> but can you imagine? You know, second Cardi B you reference. Like wave by the at way. someone, or you tap at someone, and you think it's your friend, and it's not. You're yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. Imagine doing something sexual, and you think it's like a friend or something endearing, or like, plus you know, you're a you're... teacher to a student, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Jared is tapped to give a speech in the meantime where he talks about being a strong woman. That gets some good laughs from the crowd. Uh, and Jason Sudeik is like, whatever, fine, like just get up. Like, he doesn't even care anymore. Um, and then we get that awesome song, uh, Nobody Speak, is playing while they're driving there and like whipping around turns. Amy and Molly are. They get there just in time. Molly comes in to Busting do... through fences. Busting yeah. through fences. You she were gets like, up in time GPS do... says 17 minutes, we're going to get there in five or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they're like they're just going all over hard, all over the road. They bust through the fence in like it's like a baseball park or something. I don't know. And um, gets up on stage, gives the rest of their speech. Um, you know, she gets the crowd into it because she's kind of won them over through the party or whatever. I don't know. Uh, just got to go with it there. And uh, you know, every, the, they're graduated. We get some closing scenes here. Uh, first, we get uh, the return of Ling Ling the panda. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Amy and Molly um, are in Amy's room. The parents come in and they're like, "Oh, you're taking Ling Ling," and they're like rubbing their face oh. and giving it kisses. Oh, that's so and, cringeworthy. Yeah, it's Molly's hysterical. dying. And bef- before Will Forte could get his hands on it, they slaps it down. Um, I that's saw a good something little... online where it showed the the actress was, I think, one of her like cut scenes she was trying so hard not to laugh during that scene and i even in too. this scene yeah. even in the scene that they choose to use you could tell she's about to laugh it's almost yeah. jimmy fallon level like <laughs> i think they kept it because like it is funny so like in real life you would almost be laughing but yeah, oh, yeah. i don't know how she would keep it together there um and uh, then we get uh kind of a weird little last thing where hope uh, the girl who she was unsuccessfully fingering, uh, comes and and says like a goodbye to Amy. Yeah, uh, what the heck? Be- okay, I hate. I didn't hate this part, but this part was unrealistic. If someone ever threw up on me, I would not give you a sincere farewell <laughs> and go to your house and talk. I could to probably you. do without this scene as well. Well, I think it was yeah, really in funny real life. How- in real life, if I'm in high school and I, I, there's a, there's a chance I would do this. There's a chance. If someone threw up on you. Oh, you were hooking up with them? I mean, it's not like she tried to. It's because she drank the, you know, the, the drink we won't talk about. Um, and, yeah, like, I don't know. I didn't think, I didn't, this was by far not the least realistic thing in the movie for me. I mean, this didn't break the, break the logic, I guess, but. Um, I do think it's hilarious how Molly in the window was, like, mouthing, oh, like, yeah. you didn't tell me about this. Like, what the heck? Or yeah. stuff like that. That was, pre- that was funny. <laughs> Yeah, I liked her whole thing there in the window. Um, but basically, bottom line, Hope's going to uh, backpack around, and Amy's like, oh, if you ever need a couch to stay on, and then she's awkward about it, because she's going to make tampons for, <laughs> where is it? Botswana. What country is it? Botswana, yeah. Um, and uh, so she'll be there for a year. It's like, hey, if you're ever in Botswana, come visit. Whatever. We get that last little scene there. And then the last scene is Molly is driving Amy to the airport in the car. She's Amy's giving Molly the car, the old beat up, whatever it is. Um, dropping her off. They keep saying, goodbye, bye. All right, goodbye. See ya. <laughs> like, they keep doing it over and over. 
And as Molly is like kind of choking up, drive about to drive away, Amy jumps in front and she's like, "Do you want to get pancakes?" And she's like, "Yeah, let's fucking get pancakes." And that's how it ends. It's a it's a great uh, yeah. it's a great little ending. Yeah, it definitely is. It was the right way to do it, um, just to show their friendship. You know, they're like, "We're not going to see you for a year." She lied about not going. Uh, she lied about taking the gap year and everything, but just to see that friendship come around full circle, we always, I think a lot of people have had friendships like that where you don't know where it's going to lead after high school. You've been friends with them for a while. Um, but then you have the, you have the friend that you have will love unconditionally, no matter what, no matter how long it's been since you've seen them. So that solidified that for us at the end. And I appreciated the, the route that they took for that for sure. Yeah, it was a cute way to end it. Yeah, for sure. I, I like that little last bit. It just seems like something they would do. It just um, it, it ends on a nice little sweet note instead of a bittersweet note. So uh, we're at the end here and uh, the feel and resonance. Let's talk about that a little bit before we uh, give our final review. Um, I guess I'll start with Nicole on this one. What's your feel and resonance for this? Um, I think I'd probably give this about mm, a four for the feel and resonance. I loved the whole thing beginning to end. Honestly, nothing... Sticks out as particularly horrible to me. Nothing sticks out particularly as fantastic to me. Um, but with that being said, everything grouped together was just a wonderful experience to watch. Like, it brought me back to my high school years, which was not that long ago, but still different enough of this to be able to compare it to, to what I went through. And to see how people this age are evolving into these characters. This is so current and it's really nice to watch. I just really enjoyed it. I thought that the scenes where they wanted it to be funny were really fucking funny and I was laughing the whole time. Uh just felt so relatable and I just really, it was the whole experience was enjoyable and the fact that we saw it twice <laughs> in the theaters. I'm not a two-time watcher mostly. Really, I'm not. But this one I enjoyed watching two times for sure because you pick up little things that you missed the first time and it just adds that little bit to it. So I really enjoyed it. What do you think, Jess? I don't know. This one's hard for me because I feel like it was so funny. I But then there was a lot of things I didn't like. So it's kind of like I liked the Amy and Molly a lot, but then I a lot of the parts of the plot or the characters I didn't like. So I'll probably even it out to a 3-5. Um, again, it's so funny, but I just don't like it all strung together with the plot. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm actually between you guys here. I'm giving it a four, um, mostly because some of the side characters wrap up. I, I like them throughout, but I don't know if I, you know, I actually like am emotionally connected to them. I, I didn't mention Jared kisses Molly at the end, or Molly kisses Jared really at the end, uh, graduation ceremony. I don't like that relationship. I don't think that's very earned. <sighs> I love him. Um, <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> I actually like Amy and Hope more, and I know you guys definitely don't, but I, I actually I, I enjoy that relationship more. But um, what I really like and what it really keeps this little for is Amy and Molly's relationship through the whole movie is excellent. Um, that scene where they're actually having a fight, and I think it was more this time than the first time, I actually tear up a little bit. I, I feel... I've, I'm like, no, I love you guys. Don't fight. Like, uh, like it's just a misunderstanding. I feel so bad, and I really do like both of them so much, and they're they're just kind of um, cathartically exploding That's at life, one another. Man. But uh, I love that they come back together, though. Um, I really love these two main characters, and the side characters uh, get the job done for sure. So four for me, and that leads us to our final final recommends or not recommends. I'll start with Nicole. Do you recommend Booksmart? Definitely, absolutely recommend this movie. I think it's so funny and genuine, and it's also current but relatable. So I think that that most ages would appreciate this. If you're not into vulgarity and you know rap music, there's there's deterrence that would throw you off. But the overall movie is about best friends, and uh, anybody who has has been through situations like this will love it. I definitely recommend this. What do you think, Jess? Uh, I get the things with resident. It's it's hard. Um, it was it's so funny. It's definitely worth watching. But I don't know if I would strongly strongly recommend it to everyone. Um, it it did make me laugh a lot. But again, there were so many gaps to it. It's almost like the inconsistency is just annoying. But I think I'll go ahead and recommend it. Um, and the age group? Yeah, I mean, you say that about the ga- the gaps, and usually I'm one to really focus in on gaps like that, but this one didn't 
bother me with the gaps. It was okay with with the with the potholes. <laughs> yeah, potholes. I think Amy and Molly's relationship just kind of overtakes that. It's just so good that you just don't even mind overlooking that part. Yeah, so I mean, it sounds like a strong recommend and like a middle weekish kind of recommend from Jess, and I'm I'm gonna give it a strong recommend. Um, I, you know, it's the second time watching it. I would watch it a third time in theaters. It's uh, despite, and it's kind of like Nicole, despite the shortcomings and its plot not quite making sense um, at at times. It makes sense, but like there's holes. Um, the relationship between Amy and Molly is so strong. I love the side characters. The characters in this, this is, these are some of the best characters I've seen in movies all year. And um, right now, it's one of my favorite movies I've seen in 2019. It's up there. It's in my top 10 for the year, probably. Uh, maybe top five. I'd have to look at the list. But um, it's it's a really <laughs> good movie. I would very strongly recommend this. Um, and for a directorial debut, especially, like I hope I hope yeah. this isn't all she Olivia Wilde weight. has in her. I hope she has more movies um, this good in her. And, I, I you know, it's it's... It's strong. Uh, it's a strong recommend for me. Sometimes you have like coming of age stories for the time period and they're like really corny. And I mean, you, you could see this is corny, but at the same time, it was it was over that. It was so much more than that. It was great. Yeah, it's uh, this one really just works. Um, and yeah, so two strong recommends, one middle of the road recommend. So it's a recommend for Booksmart. Go check it out while you can if you haven't already. Uh, so coming up, our theater reviews keep on rolling. We've got. You forgot Ma, to mention got... that this is uh, this is our twenty fifth podcast, so that's pretty exciting. It Woo! is happy twenty fifth episode, guys. Woo! We've we've been going strong now. So thank you everyone for listening so far and subscribing. Thank you. Uh, we've got a couple reviews and ratings on iTunes right now. Love it. Thank you guys so much. It really does help the show. People, people, the way iTunes and Apple Podcasts the algorithm works. If you get reviews, you get ratings. It goes up the charts and people get to see it and hear it. So thank you guys for doing that. Keep on doing it. We love it. Um, and yeah, we're going to keep going with these theater reviews for as long as we can. We've got, like I said, Ma. Uh, we've got Rocketman, Godzilla, uh, Toy Story 4 will be coming out. I think we're going to do the new Men in Black movie. Um, a these. whole Yeah, the theater reviews are great. I love the theater reviews. They're right here. They're current. Everyone can go check them out. Um, you know, the streaming ones I do like, but they're, you know, they tend to be older movies. Um, but these are fresh um, and yeah, I, I, I'm so excited to keep going. Um, so thank you guys for both being on tonight. Uh, thank you. Thanks. Jess thank you. And Nicole. Yeah. Thank you. you guys did it backwards. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, no, thank you guys for being on until next time, everyone. Uh, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to films with the women in my life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.